0: guys, welcome back to the student Experience with Stu and J. This is Jason, and we are here at the Rikta Studio and wonderful Tallinn Estonian. And here comes Stu.
1: Hi, I'm Stuart as usual. Uh, sometimes I go by other names. I don't know why the fuck I said that, but I did anyway. Uh, <laughs> as always, I want to mention right at the beginning that we have a guest as always, and if you listen and just comment on Instagram where this guest is from, then you are in a drawing for a 100 euro gift certificate to Sigalavaca Restaurant, the best Argentinian food in town. Sada <laughs> Now, uh we would. I, we have this very special guest today, uh, I'm not going to say her name, I'm going to let her say it because I don't know how to pronounce, I don't know how to correctly pronounce Aet Laigu, like I don't know if I said that right, but uh, can you say your name please? Uh,
2: hello to everyone, my name is Aet Laigu. Like
1: Close enough, all right, I, I'd, I'd like to or Ait Laigu, like like okay, I've, I've never Welcome been able to get it right. Welcome Ait. how are you doing today?
2: I'm good, thank you for asking. So what,
1: why don't you tell us briefly what you do, who you are, and how we know each other? Because I can't remember. And why are you in this country? <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I don't know what, from which end I want to, uh, to start, but uh, I was born here in Estonia Tallinn. and really? uh, Yes. But I've lived abroad for many years, and, um, and uh, what I do, I do many things. I'm a mother, I'm a film producer, um, I'm a writer. And uh, occasionally, I save a cat from Jordan.
1: Uh-huh. Oh, you're the, you're the one from you. the newspaper. <laughs> I remember this story, Lasso the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll come back to Lasso. There's an interesting story there. I think that we'd like to share with people. <laughs> but uh, poor Lasso. Meow. Yeah, let's talk about. Let's talk about uh, uh, the film producer part. Uh, have we worked together on something before?
2: I can't recall. No, <laughs> <poor, poor, laughs> <you can't laughs>
1: recall Four videos don't count, though. Four videos don't count. You're blocking it from your memory.
2: <laughs> oh, yes, actually, we do. We have, we, have, we have done a movie together, yes.
1: Yes, uh, called The Chuck Ban Show or an Estonian Uhemaha Show. It was a, uh, Estonia's first cancer comedy in English. First uh,
0: movie in English, all in English, is that correct? That was filmed here, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. I, I believe, Odd, you're also responsible for the first Estonian movie in English, but it wasn't filmed here. Is that yes, that, that was
2: filmed in the, in the UK mostly. Yeah.
1: Okay, where they speak English.
2: Where they do speak English. Yes. Okay.
1: Like it's some weird old. And dialect. the cast
2: was mainly uh, from England and Sweden because it was a corpor- collaboration with Sweden.
1: So wait, wait, it was Estonian
0: movie because of the crew? Uh,
2: because of the director, the story, the and and, and <laughs> also the writer and and, and some of the crew.
0: And your involvement was as a producer, or you wrote it, or what is it?
2: I I was there as a producer. That's uh, the main thing I do on most
0: movies working with uh, with the Brits regarding a story that was making you know came from Estonia? Were they accepted uh, uh, when they work together or they liked the idea or or they were just for the paycheck there?
2: Well they were there yeah, uh, servicing the production so it wasn't uh, they were not so much involved in the story but it was uh, because it was uh, based on a uh, on a real character from the UK who um, um <clears throat> had um kind of um, interesting ideas he was really really smart but he thought that some people don't have the right to live so uh, <laughs> like <Stuart. laughs> yes
1: well i thought you were <laughs> going to talk about that <laughs>
2: So yeah, it it original um, uh, when we developed the script, the original title was European Psycho. So the Brits were not that fond of the idea when we wanted to shoot in some places, and they
1: saw because of the European part.
2: Yeah, uh, not because of the psycho
1: (laughs) part. (laughs) So, so that's what you mean by don't have the right to live. I thought you meant like uh, euthanasia, but you mean like forceful euthanasia? Yes, with a knife.
2: Yes. Yeah, that's or the best gun. kind. To okay. choose oh, who, who he thought. But it's a long, long, a lifelong notion of men uh, to think that uh, you know they they can decide who has the right to live and who doesn't have the right to live.
1: Well, I mean, yeah, I, I hear you, but let's be fair. There have also been a lot of uh, female serial killers. Yes. I, I, I can't name any, but I'm, I'm sure that they exist. <laughs> I, I just I was trying
2: to recall a name, but I can't as well.
1: I can give you my ex-girlfriend's names and that. I don't, I don't think
0: I want. I, I, it's interesting that you put it that way because I'm a huge feminist. I mean, I have, I, I'm, I love my mother to death, and my wife, I, you know, I, that she's my idol, and I have two little girls. So my, my whole life is always surrounded by girls, and I always try to, you know, do my best to show my girls the, the girl power you know, how they cannot feel better, you know, less than anybody else, especially a man. We are coming from a man. So it's kind of interesting that your point of view was, you know, the focus on the female part. So can you elaborate a little more about that?
2: Well, I come from a family, my dad has six daughters. Wow. <laughs> so I think it's a bit different uh, uh, different uh, perspective There's this, like maybe one too many women <laughs> in the family. Six
1: daughters, why, no why, chromosome. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. That's, that's a lot. <laughs> Nicely done.
2: So I think, uh, you know, uh, yeah, so it's, it's kind of, uh, yeah, I think, uh, we haven't been appreciated that much because there is so many of us, you know. If she had one daughter and sons, then that would be different. So I come from a different background. So you,
1: you feel like uh, as, a, as a... Do you have a brother, first of all? I have a half-brother, yes. Half-brother. Okay, yes. from the same father. From the same so father. So only half counts. <laughs> the, the Y part, yeah. Right. <laughs> okay, so do you think, like, uh, because you, you are one of so many daughters that you might have been, I don't know, marginalized growing up as...
2: Yeah, as a yeah, because okay. uh, probably that's uh, that's the case.
1: So you and I have worked on projects before, and your company—I don't know if I can say it—is that all right? Yeah, sure. What's the name of your company?
2: Yes, Meteorite. Right, Meteorite.
1: Meteorite, like it means yes. meteorite.
2: In,
0: in English, yes.
1: Meteorito in español. Mm. Uh, so on, on, your, on your landing page for your website, it says that you basically focus on more, uh, I wouldn't say feminist films, but films involving women. Or yeah, what what would be the best way to say that?
2: It, uh, it has somehow naturally involved because <clears throat> I started working on my first film uh, with Kadri Cosa, a female director, and uh, I worked on ho- all her fir- films for today. And somehow it, f- it was really logical for me because um, there is... It's it's mainly um, led by men, film industry, right. mm-hmm. and uh, it was like. Uh, and the more I kind of read these stories by women, the more I understand that you know these are the stories that need to be told. Also, as a woman, I can more um, identify with the female characters and the female stories. I can never write uh, a character or develop a character, male character that is true. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be a cliche. It would be a stereotype. Mm-hmm. Like you know, women are in the male scripts mostly. Right. So. <laughs> so
1: what, what would you think about uh, a male character, a male writer? I like that. I like that. No, what, would you, know. what would you think about a man writing uh, a female character from a woman's point of view? Do you think that's even yeah, possible? Yeah, because I'm thinking about rewriting my script now after what she said. So just in yeah, case. Yeah. <laughs> no,
2: I, 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 don't think it's possible actually because I, I've tried it. I'm trying to. You know, if you know, I don't know. I can't even you know, I don't know how it feels to orgasm as a man, you know, to, to begin with the hat. that, but it's kind of down to that, you know, you can't imagine yourself in a, in a male body. You, you, we, we can, we can, of course, we can, we think uh, a lot alike often, you know, we, we do, uh, right, right, right. we are all humans right, right. To, to the basic level, but, but still uh, it's, it's still, there are so many kind of different things that uh, women go through that men don't go through biologically like giving birth
0: in like, an in 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 industry like the ones you they one you're in so i will say male dominated mm-hmm. um like how hard how extra hard and i know the answer of that but i just wanted to hear the, you know hear from your mouth uh how extra hard do you have to work to add credibility to your to your job or to your work
2: um. It's uh, basically, It's maybe it's not even credibility, but it's just kind of uh, to really compete with the financiers, you know, like, uh, you know, because there is like 90% men and 10% women and you're competing for the same um, piece of financing mm-hmm. and and men are often, um, they use different methods too. But even nowadays
0: though, even nowadays, I mean, we are in the 21st century, 21st, right? Is that 21st century? Yeah. 21st century. It doesn't feel like it. <laughs> it feels sometimes, because I, I agree, You're right, it feels like we're going backwards, so that's what I'm trying to figure out, you know, uh, when people talk about, I don't know, I really, I'm not a big fan but I said people talk about Christopher Nolan as a director for example and the world will bend over backwards for this guy so I mean there I know some female directors myself even here in Estonia I know a couple of them and I know that they really struggle to to do getting a good work or job uh, when it comes to to creating something and they always have to find a a thousand excuses to kind of change their ideal uh, project just because of a man's uh, point of view
2: yeah that's that's actually true I mean a simple um, example would be like it's so easy there are so many films I can uh, you know name of, uh, at least uh, three of uh, when there is a, a struggling man or two men rowing down the river in a boat and talking about their miserable life <laughs> if you want to talk, have two women in the boat talking about their miserable life you know this is uh, not going to be women, women, women are not allowed to be
0: on
1: the boat yeah, <laughs> yeah they're, they're <laughs> be rowing in, yeah. in the <laughs> no it's, it's like, it. It. It's like, like their it.
2: problems <laughs> are somehow lesser or you know they don't have so Big problems as men do, or you know, if, if uh, a man loses a woman or a love in life, that's a tragedy. If a woman loses uh, a love in life, that's not a big tragedy. It's it's kind of like I don't know, I don't understand why that is. I don't know fair. the answer. It's not yeah, fair. basically. But not. that but that's the reality. These are the numbers. I
0: I you know, I'll tell you uh, because I come from Costa Rica, it's a very macho mentality, and I was brought up by a single mother, so I kind of understand more. I, I, I try to understand more the female part, but I remember at some point when I was maybe like. Four 14, 15 year old, my mother was bragging because uh, I had a couple of girlfriends at the time. And she was always like, t- you know, telling her friends or her girlfriends that, oh, the little player, the little player. And then I, later on, when my uh, brother's daughter had caught with two boyfriends, it, she was labeled as a whore. So I, it was like, and this is like really like our society in, in Latin America is really, really, you know. Male oriented, I will say, very machista, you know. So I found it really, really hard to believe that we are now thinking in the 21st century, 21st century, yeah? 21st century, the same way that it was 30 years ago, you know, and and it feels like we're going backwards. So now that I'm, like I said, I have two daughters, so I'm trying to make them feel like they can do anything but it feels so hard because the media is still telling us otherwise so
1: I think the best way to get your daughters to be successful Jay would just be kick them out You know, they're still young like, yeah they're, get the they're, hell out one of them's even under 10 but they're going to be so strong when they actually grow up if they make it <laughs> if they survive yeah.
0: actually <laughs> if you allow me I can tell you a little story about my little one um, uh, it's very very personal but anyways we talked about uh, menstrual cycle yeah so my little one had a lot of questions you sure you want to talk about absolutely the, because okay. this is very brilliant it, it, she, she had, she's 8 years old and she had questions right so my wife and I like to be a part of that and I I know you don't like the idea but I'm I'm a feminist so I like to be a part of that and make sure that you know I can God forbid something will happen to my wife I want to be able to be a part of that as well so she asked questions to my wife I was there and and she said this happens and my wife explained the whole situation and then my wife wife said to her so that happens every month and she just turns around and looks at me she's like every month like really every month I want to be a boy she said to me I'm like Shit, we really have it really easy, man. See, that's the way, that's what I was
1: trying to make, the point that I was trying to make. Two words for you, bro multiple orgasms. I don't know how that feels. She Guys can't it do that. Guys she can't just said do that. it before. Okay. She said it before. I don't know about I would you. gladly menstruate for the rest of my life if I could achieve that. Are you sure? But we don't no. know that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I've, never, I've never had a before, so I don't know. I, I kind of like to have one and go to sleep, you know. And I don't know. Multiple songs, like, so much work, you know. I don't know. No, that was, that was, that was uh, TMI, man. That,
1: Too see, much information. That's, that's
2: what why you can't write a um, kind of a believable female character ever. Or I can't write a believable male character ever.
1: Either. But I, I think it actually would be possible to write a believable character of the opposite gender, uh, simply if you just listen to people of the opposite sex. You know, not not like on a. It's not like okay, I'm going to listen to people today, so I can start writing a believable character tomorrow. No, it has to be something that you've done your whole life. You you have to have grown up with. Yeah, but who does that? Uh, me. <laughs> i do that you know dude i, I lived with my mom my whole life you
0: know i, I just was told raised you, by a single mom i too. just told you i talked about menstrual cycle with my kids i don't know what it feels to have a menstrual cycle I had no problem talking. I don't like know how to describe
2: things. it. <laughs> exactly, you don't know how it feels. It's, it's maybe not listening to some. It, these are just words. You know, you right. can say anything, but I think it's more important to be observant, to actually see behind the words, and that's difficult. But that's what I mean. Because though, like, people really don't. Listen. Yeah, because people don't often. They also put on like masks or faces or facades, and we don't really. You have to catch them in the moment where they, where they, when they are not aware that you are watching.
0: Interesting, interesting. So you lived abroad. What's the difference between this kind of aspect of life between Estonians and you said uh, Britain you lived there?
2: Oh, I've lived actually. I lived two and a half years in Iceland. I lived in uh, Latvia, our neighboring country, and
0: Latvia. I lived. Who goes to Latvia? <laughs> Don't they have a fence for people not to go through or something? Is that correct?
1: No, uh,
0: actually, just, no. We do. The old town. We do have listeners in Latvia. Shout out to our listeners in Latvia. Well, uh, I've never been there, and I will never go again. Pimpies.
2: <laughs> well, I would advise you to go. It's actually quite a nice uh, old town they have. It's very similar to Stockholm.
1: Uh, it's the quite architect. big, though. Yeah, it's, it's much bigger. yes. I, I love driving through Latvia on the way to Lithuania. It's <laughs> one of my
2: favorite.
1: <laughs> but anyway, she was saying uh, <laughs> the differences
0: between uh, the countries that she lived in Estonia, for example.
2: Differences. Um, well, there are many differences. Uh, first of all, I, I like. Uh, um, I'm kind of uh, fond of architecture and uh, landscapes, and and I already the way you move in the city
1: is different from each each
2: country. Country to country,
1: like as a pedestrian, you mean when you're well, in like an old town, or uh,
2: well, uh, not as a pedestrian, as you use, let's say, as you commute. Uh, we don't have, you know, I lived in Berlin as well as London, and uh, you, you do like have um, metros. You know, there is a different layout of each city, and it's it's certain it's a, a, um, how much time it takes to get from one. Point A to point B. Um, And why I like Estonia compared to any of these bigger countries, and why I loved Iceland, is that it takes, it's a very small place. And you can really don't have to waste time on commuting, which is which takes us so much time of our life. I
0: thought this guy you lives in like. Saku. <laughs> I live in Saku so I take twenty minutes to go. I I, That's I thought you were, really
2: fast. Yes,
0: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say what I like about Estonia is that in, in public transportation people don't talk to each other. That's what I thought you were gonna say. No, <laughs> I, I just
2: like uh, that I'm not wasting any time on on commuting. That's no, like you know kind of on, on irrelevant
0: things. Absolutely. Really. I grew up in New York City, and I've told this before, but you know sometimes we we'll travel 10, 15 miles. It'll, take me two or three hours yeah. you know so that's one of the things i love about you know Estonia. I mean, I, I travel twenty
1: minutes, and it's just like yeah. people
0: say, like, "Oh my God, you take so long to, to come to work."
2: It takes ten minutes to the
0: minutes.
1: airport. Exactly. So no, I can like, I can walk to the airport in fifteen minutes from where I live. Exactly. I love where I so live.
2: it's just like so, so. That's a really amazing little place. And what I love is as well. I when I lived in like a mainland, I I missed the sea. I, I love the Estonia. It's it's more. It's like a little island actually. If you look at it, it's surrounded by the sea from the north and west. There is a big lake. Uh, bordering Russia, and then there is a river going th- between uh, I
0: like Latvia. to have the sea, I don't like the beaches here, though, because again, I'm from Costa Rica, I like to swim,
1: and <laughs> over here you have
0: to walk 3,000 kilometers before you can yeah, swim. Yeah, exactly. The, so I, I, I don't know.
1: give a fuck about the sea here in Estonia, I <laughs> live in Tallinn, you know, it's, it's, it's too cold to swim, I don't want to swim and come out a raisin, you know, this shriveled up little person. Oh, I, I would suggest tall. you to
2: go to the small islands. They they have lovely beaches, and, and if it's a warm summer, it's quite you, hot.
1: You know, well, I, I've been to these warm beaches where it's it's like 35 degrees on a hot day and the water is still 12 degrees well, what the fuck no, that's why I like lakes I like lakes those yeah, are guaranteed but, uh, so to heat up.
2: but Spain like, is not different for instance the water um, in southern true. Spain is very very cold and
0: also Portugal so
1: I don't live in Spain I don't want to because they don't, they don't have lakes that's,
0: that's it's funny because uh, many, many people don't know but we have I don't know over a thousand or even more islands in, in, in Estonia and until last year uh, two years ago until 2019 I'd never been to the islands because again i'm from the tropical area of the world so for me an island means palm trees and white sand and 29 25 temperature water you know and yeah you know, this summer that was
2: actually that's what <laughs> it means to me
0: an island and when i go to human which is the only island i've ever been to actually uh, this uh, nice this area or whatever it's called also i've been to Sarema,
2: yes yeah
0: the water is cold. There's the uh, beaches are rocky. No complaining, but it just for me it doesn't feel like an island. It feels like a different part of Estonia, kind of thing. So
2: yeah, but then you you could go to a lake because yeah, there are many lakes lake. that are much in with a warm water. Lake you know?
0: Lakes and in Sakukariar is uh, like my favorite thing. <laughs> 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 I heard people used to get whacked there, so I, I like to talk about uh, uh,
1: Lasso. I want to hear this story. Oh yeah, who is Lasso then? Explain how you came across this uh, this Kiso-miso. white cat.
2: Yeah, Lasso, yeah, as you said, Lasso is a, is a cat. And uh, we were shooting um, a film uh, in the desert in Jordan. Um, Kadri goes next film, which will be released in uh, March next what, what's year. What's it called? Uh, deserted. Deserted? Yeah, in Estonian it's krb.
0: Interesting. You hear that, guys? Deserted in Estonian is? Krb. Krb. Yeah. I can say that. Krb. Krb. Yes. Uh, so, um, it will be out in the summer?
2: Uh, in in March
0: March yes, spring.
2: so spring and uh, yeah and then uh, we were staying um, in one hotel um, at vadiram desert and um, for a longer period of time and uh, there was a, there were many cats there like tens and this one uh, little cat started kind of befriending our crew. And he really—he even took uh, part in the late-night parties of ours. The, the rest yeah. of the cats—they kind of just came for food and left. But uh, but uh, and and he particularly friended one of the crew members, Michel. And uh, so um, I talked to the owner of the hotel and asked whether we can take this cat with us back to Estonia. And 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 she said, take all of them. <laughs> and then I said, well, I just take this one, please. And then,
1: Take one. Wrap it up to go,
0: please.
1: <laughs> doggy <Don't laughs> so, bag. Cat in yeah. the doggy bag. What, what did you have to go through to get the cat to Estonia? Yeah,
2: it took us uh, more than over, over a year because normally it would take roughly six months because you have to uh, you know take the cat to the vet, uh, get it vaccinated, then get uh, the blood test see if, if there are antibodies and and uh, for rabies. Mainly, that's uh, very strictly uh, regulated in right. the European Union and uh, then you have to get the cat uh, all travel documents and license from the agriculture ministry in jordan to get uh, uh, to to let them allow the cat to travel to europe and also you know many many documents many parts and uh, then i got to, we had to leave before all this paperwork was done and um, uh, then the cat was transported to uh, um, was supposed to be transported to estonia via uh, sweden and uh, because there were no direct flights because of COVID uh,
1: mm-hmm. to
2: Tallinn, and uh, the Swedish border guard, they stopped the cat on the border. Uh, it, we we left in uh, November. The cat was traveling in March, and um, they stopped the cat and um, they let us know that all the documents are forged. So, Forged by the
1: Jordanians. Wow, Jordanian met. That Jordanian doesn't surprise me at all. Yeah. And so what? What do they threaten? I, I mean, I know the story, but
2: there is like the, they gave us forty-eight hours to decide whether they will put the cat town on the border, or we had we can find a way to um, fly the cat back to Jordan, which is difficult because you know we had to get the tickets again, find the, get all the. Uh, new medical certificates again from the Sweden side and also all the travel documents and everything so um, yeah but I found a way uh, to fly the cat back and then we had to do the process again with the same vet
0: Uh, no (laughs) (laughs) wouldn't it be easier for them to just do the paperwork in in sweden and just bring it here i mean yeah we
2: tried that but they refused Uh, i actually talked to the estonian ministry of agriculture and um, estonian state talked to the swedish um, officials and they asked if they please can send the gat to Tallinn so we can quarantine it here and do all everything okay but they refused the swedish state refused
1: nice tolerance sweden
2: yeah, and where well, I tried to find also a quarantine place in Sweden, which they used to have in before for the cats uh, as well as dogs, but they no longer have it for cats.
1: So I, I have to make the obvious joke. <laughs> I, I really apologize, I can't help it. The Swedes <laughs> let everybody in, except if you're white, because <laughs> it's a solid white cat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't mean it, I'm just wait, wait, I, I couldn't wait, resist, I couldn't Lassa
2: resist. is like a snow, yeah. Oh
1: yeah. my gosh. Oh. <laughs> sorry about
2: that. Um, it's okay. a re- reverse racism. If,
1: Reverted. So you got you got Lasso eventually here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like a couple of weeks ago. But yeah. it took a year, you said.
2: Yeah, a, w- a little bit over a year. Yes. Do he even and
1: remember the guys? And
2: th- yeah, he did remember. And then I actually had to. I, I uh, uh, we couldn't send um, um, him back again as a cargo. Then I had to fly there and pick him up.
1: Oh my god! So you went back to Jordan. You, yes. You, you personally brought the cat.
2: Yes, I. personally. Oh, I didn't
1: know that. I didn't know that. But I, I saw about it in uh, ERR. I just some random yeah, article. Yeah. I, I wasn't. I wasn't looking for it. It just said, "Lasso the cat finally came home because there had been some media attention about it. Like trying to, you know."
2: Yeah, because we tried things. to raise a little bit funds because yeah, uh, it was very yeah. expensive to I fly get. the cat back and forth. All you know to. Through Dubai and. Uh.
0: And how much so would it been to get a cat here for free? <laughs> for free?
2: Yeah, no. So what I
1: did was uh, I said, "Oh, you got Lasso back on on Messenger," and she's like, yeah. "Yeah," and I'm like, "That's great." Yeah, I saw it in the news, and she's like, "Where?" I said, "Well, it's it's all over the place. Like, it's, it's, on I CNN, saw that too. it's on CNN. It's on CNN. It's on ERR, Postimae. It's it's in everywhere. Like uh, it's even in Al Jazeera."
2: Yeah, no. I mean, that was that was
1: really mean. I can't believe <laughs> <And> you actually <laughs> fell for it. Too. No, and no. you asked, "Wait, let me finish telling you what happened." Uh, she's no, like, because what? I was
2: really paying attention i was doing a hundred different things and then he sends me this and then i'm like reading it somewhere in between other things and like, what is this you know
1: and you said can you send me a link and i said the link won't copy hold on let me just take a screenshot so what yes. i did i went to a newspaper generator site <laughs> and i wrote um, white woman adopts white cat from jordan but not cha- not refugee children I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm so I, sorry. For- and then i wrote the whole article underneath it and then i took the screenshot and sent it to her and she's like what the fuck?" <laughs>
2: No, but you never know. I mean, because, I mean, there have been uh, actually the, you know, the first fee- feedback, uh, you know, there are there people who were not really, you know, they asking like, why are you doing this? You know, why don't you just uh, spend this money for all the homeless cats in Estonia or whatever,
0: yeah. you know. There are so no that, homeless cats in Estonia, are there? I mean, on well, shelters, I guess. In
2: this area, in Jordan, there were 60,000 roughly so here maybe there are yeah
0: but see that's 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 what i'm talking about that's what you were talking about exactly people don't get it like i will never be able to write a a story about this because i didn't live through it you know and you had the feeling or the or you guys had the attachment or the emotional attachment to this cat regardless where he was you know at the moment when you guys met this cat. so people don't understand that i mean my first inkling was like why didn't she just get a cat here?
2: Exactly. You know, and I'm that's, sincere to tell uh, you, that's you, the you know? reaction of most people.
1: I would have just bought a, sc- a can of white spray paint, you know, and <laughs> no, just just wait a couple days for the smell to wear off, and <laughs> no bueno, man, no bueno. <laughs> She didn't get it. She didn't get it. No, Just spray paint the cat white, so the, so this Mikael from your crew who actually adopted the cat, he wouldn't know. wait so so get They the get the him cat... A black cat. To
0: <laughs> the ca... Again with the racist. jokes notify Akra. So the cat wasn't even for you. No, it wasn't for me. No. So you, I mean, Michael. Michael, did you help at all? <laughs> or were you just just you doing it yourself? Uh, uh,
2: no, but I mean, Michael is uh, taking care of the cat for probably, hopefully, next twenty years. So.
0: So it was a young
1: relatively young Yeah, cat. it
2: was a it was a little kitten and then it was like a young boy when in like.
0: What cat. an adventure. For so a again cat.
1: a woman does all the work and the guy gets the benefits. Yeah, like what the heck. Well <laughs> the I baby. don't have to
2: take care of the cat for yeah. the next twenty years. So
1: <laughs> make
0: a better pace on child support out there.
1: <laughs> so let's go let's go back to movies. Uh, you've you've worked with uh, film crews from several different countries as well, right? Have you where what what, what countries have you worked with local film crews in?
2: Uh, well, yeah, the UK, Sweden, uh, Finland. Uh, so, uh, yeah, and then a lot of Estonians, yeah. can't recall now. Um, yeah.
1: Latvians, Lithuanians, Russians, Jordanians?
2: Well, they are, yeah, Jordanians, yeah. Mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah, there is always one Latvian and one
0: Russian in here. There's <laughs> always a Latvian. That's true, that's true, that's true. Every so. project I ever worked for is always a Latvian and
1: a Russian for sure. But how, how would you compare these uh, different crews? Like, how is it to work with them compared to Estonian crews?
2: Well, uh, it used to be so that Estonians are a little bit more hardworking, I would say, but it's changing.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, good it, luck organizing a crew for your next
1: movie. <laughs> no, By I, the mean, way, I, I, know, I mean, I know,
2: know they are aware of it. You no, know, because I mean, when I was shooting Ashley in England and you asked what, how it was different, it was it was really, in England, they would they just, you know, when their ten, t- 10 hours was, you know, then cables dropped and they ran away and, even if we had to you know continue take a few more shots then I, it was really like this that i said okay fine you leave and i started you know <laughs> yeah. doing the work and then they were so embarrassed because i started carrying the cable so they you know, we are not actually leaving, you know. But in Estonia the people they are more open to continue as long as it's needed. But it's changing, yeah. There is are, it, is it it's maybe unionizing, of sort unionized. of yeah, it's unionizing and that's the, what I
1: wanted to say. They probably had a union in the UK. But yeah. not here definitely. at the time.
0: One of the things I think because I also make a couple of movies myself and every every time I, I was always being surprised here in Estonia specifically that uh, most of the crew are female. And these are the ones that work the hardest. I was like I mean, and I actually have a friend who works as a sound crew person or whatever, and she said, you know, I always have to prove myself every day that I can do this job. Mm-hmm. And I see the guy, you know, most of the guys are just the camera guys and just taking it easy. Okay, it's hard work. I'm not gonna say no, but I mean, the girls are the ones who are lifting all the tables and doing all these things and all this stuff. And I was trying, to, always trying to figure out, like, why is this? you know not all the way around you know the, the opposite is that females don't interested not don't have the interest though, or in like filmmaking or being producers or uh, you know camera people whatever they call it or, or they just want to be part of the of the of the production and just do whatever they you know needs to be done uh,
2: well um, I, I i don't really know what's um, you know i think it's a very individual uh, for each but uh, yeah there is a lot of uh, female crew who's on kind of um um, doing anything on on the set that needs to be done. And, and it's very hard to convince, let's say, um, 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 a technical crew men to ask to do something. Good. Often the, the crews are female in the art department, uh-huh. which is uh, the most uh, difficult job, actually, because you have to lift heavy stuff you have to build, which is, you know, I don't know why it is like that, because it, it really means you need actually... Uh, handyman, construction worker, you know, who has also strength. But to that's lift. why the
1: Apple boxes are empty. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but it is very, uh, you know, because I mean, they don't have, uh, you know, I understand that they don't actually, uh, by contract, they don't have to help. You know, a female from a art department to lift the heavy stuff, but you know, as a human,
0: stay right. I mean, I'm specifically looking at as a human being, you know, trying yeah. to help each maybe, other out.
1: Maybe that's the gender inequality that we were talking about earlier. That they feel that they need to go that, that extra mile or kilometer. Sorry, we're in Europe, They need to go that extra kilometer to uh, <laughs> to feel equal, to be able to get ahead in that industry. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Does that? Do you think that has something to do with it?
2: I don't know. I, I think that uh, just more females. Uh, um. uh, start Study art and work as artists and on an art departments. No, I was costume. talking about lifting things. Yeah, lifting things, but yeah. that's part of their job. Part you know, that's the thing. that's the thing. You know, so I don't know. And of course, I understand also the technical crew uh, that you know they have to do their job as well. So they can't you know. So, so it's 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 you know maybe as a solution is to just hire really. Butch man on set, good looking, Don't look at me, I'm just fat.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> get, get male, the, these people who do whatever on the on set, they're called runners, right? Runners, right. yeah. Why just don't, just a, why you, don't you get a male be, runner for exactly, the art department?
2: Exactly, that's probably the solution. So yes. Do you
1: think that, you know, uh, as, a, as a
0: feminist, may I call you a feminist? Sorry, is that something that you... Just call her art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I mean, I'm a feminist myself. So that's why I'm tra- you know, uh, uh, You're trying defi- to. <laughs> the definition of a feminist is somebody, you know, like me exactly Um, I don't I'm not a dictionary so I'm not gonna go over that but do you think that women have lost a lot of that respect or that aspect of the um, what was given from the male part uh, in their lives as before like you know guys are not being more gentlemen anymore the reason I'm asking this is because I just had a conversation with somebody yesterday and she's 25 26 years old and she kept complaining that guys on a date they don't even want to pay for their meals anymore I mean, they don't. They don't open the doors. They don't bring flowers. They just. They don't even want to spend anything. They just want you know, Netflix and chill kind of thing, you know. So basically, there's there's no romanticism, I will say, anymore. And a lot of the guys that I talk to about this, blaming you know, of, well, they want to be equal. Then you know, they don't want to feel less. So therefore, I don't do it because I don't want them to feel less. Mm-hmm. So do you think that that's something that we have created ourselves, or you know, they <laughs> can think- be saved?
2: Yeah, no, I think that's something that we have uh, created ourselves, and it's actually, I think there was a done, I I don't know if it's uh, true, but there was done some kind of uh, experiment on mice, uh, that uh, they were put together to live in a box, and uh, then there were sort of like uh, uh, two two boxes full of mice, and, and then um, they were, they were different, two different conditions were created. For one, they were created, uh, created a, a condition of abundance, but they had like everything. They had enough food, they didn't have to fight, and the others, they didn't have the condition of um, abundance. So the ones who had a condition of abundance, they started, you know, they had everything. So what, what actually happened, they multiplied, there was kind of overpopulation. And at some point, um, what happened was the female, um, took over, uh, sort of like um, the men lost all their masculinity and the female took, took over and... and uh, the dominant the, role, basically. They had the dominant role and, and uh, what happened was that uh, uh, the mice died in the end they, because there, there was no more sex drive in the animals and so they didn't anymore multiply and, and this population of mice died in the long run because the balance was off the natural balance <clears throat> of male and female mm-hmm. was off and i think that's happening actually today
1: oh yeah, yeah. male fertility rates around the world are dropping you know, this Yeah, this is this is documented definitely
2: yeah so and uh, but the other one it was kind of like they this didn't happen. They, they there was like, uh, there was less. Uh, there were less of them. There is more space, and but, but their abundance created this. That uh, you know.
1: So a struggle is good for life. To struggle continue. is good
2: for life, yeah. truth, uh, good for gene pool, and also, um, and also the kind of the balance of uh, uh, male and female. I don't know what you say. Energy, whatever. It's um, uh, because it, we have, we have in a way, with this. I don't say that feminism is uh, is bad. you know I, I don't label myself as feminist, but i I strongly support women and the equal pay and all these things, I think yeah. it's very important. Mm-hmm. But still, I think that we are we are to blame also partly uh, of this that uh, that men have lost their masculinity masculinity because we want to do everything.
1: That's, that's why all these men are growing these gigantic hipster beards now yeah. they're, they're trying to make up for it Yeah, but we, because, we,
2: we, because we, we actually we don't maybe even want to but we have we we have had to do everything ourselves for a long long time and so we, we don't even let men anymore to help us out you know in the way they they, don't, they feel in a way I, I understand useless you know because we can do we can fix whatever needs to be fixed mm-hmm. at home we can drive a car we can raise the kids, we
1: can work if, three if jobs. If they're allowed to learn these things. yeah. Like A lot of countries, like what's happening in Afghanistan now, yeah. women are not allowed to go to university anymore. Right. They can't learn these things.
2: Yeah, but it would, I'm talking about, you know, like Western, culture, Western yeah. cultures, yeah. yeah. So because we have all this, um, you know, so the men has kind of lost its role as a as a man. That it, you know, kind of the provider, the or keeper, the provider, yeah. yeah. So they they feel like you know. I, I think that's something I, I try to understand also the other side. Mm-hmm. I, I you know it's it's uh, of course you, you can say like toughen up. You know it doesn't matter. You know I can do man. this. You be a man. Yeah, yeah. Be, <laughs> you know.
1: <laughs> be a man.
2: <laughs>
1: but what does that mean today?
2: Yeah. What does it mean? It's to toughen up. You know. Okay, Call Jordan I, Peterson. Yeah. I,
0: <laughs> I, I mean, that guy. I really can't stand that. It's, it's, it's so crazy because, you know, I, I, on one side I have my wife who's a very strong Estonian woman mm-hmm. and, and she's very independent. She can do exactly. anything. But she always tells me make sure you open the door for, your girl, door for your girls. Make sure you, you know, bring flowers sometimes so the girls can see that this is, needs to be done from a gentleman, you know, because I, we're trying to show them what uh, how the expectation they should have from a man. Mm-hmm. But as I talk to somebody who's 20 plus years old, th- this doesn't exist anymore. And again, I also ask the questions from the mail role, like I said, and you know, people are afraid to do it. So, I mean, I, for example, at I, I work, I always tell people, hey, beautiful, how are you? Mm-hmm. Even guys, hey, good looking, how are you? You know, I always try to get create that idea of people, you know, lift them up. Because in my culture, when you're up is when people put you down. You know, that is, that's the opposite. That's so I'm, I'm always trying. I'm always trying to to lift people up. So that if they're up, I'm up. You mm-hmm. know. Uh, so I'm trying to bring that into the culture, but it's so hard nowadays because people think. You know, oh this guys calling me handsome. Maybe he's gay. Maybe not. like they always go to the negative part. And it's not an Estonian thing. It's like a worldwide thing. There yeah. Now, so.
1: But you, you're basically saying chivalry is dead. I, I'm chivalrous. I hold the door for men and women. You but know. So when are, I say, hold on, also, when I say when I say I'm a feminist, I believe in like the classical original definition from the dictionary of feminist. Mm-hmm. I want both genders to be treated equally. You know, because everybody's fucking people. But you—if so yeah. if you're if you're trans and/or there are other gender identity issues—I don't give a fuck. I'm going to treat you the same way I treat anyone else because you're a fucking person. But you—you're not, not twenty years old. No, I'm not is 20 down, years old things are down. changing yeah. yeah, and so I hold doors for everybody <laughs> except those assholes who decide to be just far enough behind me to where I can't tell if I need to hold the door and stand and wait or if I just give it a little nudge or if I just let the door close it's it's right in that that uncomfortable buffer zone and somehow I always end up there so I'm just like fuck it, I just hold the door open but then, but I stand in the doorway, so they have to walk by me and turn sideways. Yeah,
2: but it's also like, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's all kind of a theory, you know. When uh, in in reality, let's say, if there is a situation where there is a, a man and a woman um, and in a relationship, and and the woman earns, let's say, significantly more, then uh, you know, then the guy. You know what what would you say what would you do would you pay for your meal if you know that you you know your partner could pay the meal three times over or you a know like line. It's, it's, it's it's it's
0: a it's a I wouldn't mind if my wife would make a lot of
1: money and she would want to pay for everything for me <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's, you're, you're talking about double standards, kind of like yeah, uh, okay, exactly. she makes more, uh, but he's still expected to pay, and exactly, like a more older Exactly, style relationship.
2: Yeah, so it's it's just you know, I don't think it's 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 black and white. It's there are many gray areas. There. We,
1: we've heard about uh, these polygamous families, like. Uh, <laughs> You know, a a man married to uh, two or three women. You know, sisters, sister wives. Mormon. You know, stereotypes of old Mormons, something like that. But uh, I think it was last year or earlier this year. Some some Indian guy who made his own Christian sect. He died, and I I think he had like fifty wives. And they all lived in one. It looked like a hotel, but it was a house. They all had their own rooms. Like, how does this guy take it? And and guys were like, Wow, <laughs> look at this guy. <laughs> look at him go, man. You got fifty women. Now imagine flipping that. Imagine if a woman had fifty husbands. Uh, imagine the horrible things people would say about her. I think it's horrible. And in that's both a ways. that's a completely double double. But standard. it has it's been in fair. some
2: cultures, to my knowledge, that uh, historically,
1: I don't think there's anything in, now. But uh,
2: it, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, historically, in, in one of these mountainous countries where it was very practical to have a woman to have many uh, men. Because uh, if one man went with a, with a, um, a herd to the mountains,
1: for, uh-huh. please don't make a goat joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Why>?
2: <laughs> then you needed another, you know, man to stay at home with you to help with, uh, you know, other things, chopping so.
0: the wood and everything. Let's talk about you. You mentioned that you're also a writer. Let's talk about your writer. Life or career? I mean, how do you think uh, from the moment that you started to write? I don't know how long ago it was until now. Has the life? um, I was six. Yeah, really. Six when you started writing?
2: Yeah,
0: really. Oh, (laughs) she got us both. She got us both. Oh my God! Well, guys, that's all we have for the show today.
2: (laughs) I don't know how late you started, guys.
1: (laughs) Writing? Okay, screenplay, can I say that you, you started writing at six? I was four. My I'm mom was a school learning. teacher, so she taught me early. My uh, mom
0: also was also a school teacher. Okay, yeah. Um, You're bad losers. Shit. I'm laughing at it. I'm laughing. No, no, I, 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 I took defeat, by the way. I took defeat. I, she got me, she got me, so... Uh, back to my question (laughs) Uh, how has your writing have changed between the first time you wrote something until right now your ideas and see how the world is right now Yeah,
2: now I'm forming sentences Yeah, yeah.
1: (laughs) self-deprecation I like that so it continues really good self-deprecation wow good thing I'm a feminist (laughs) now here's the thing are are we ready for the big reveal about how we really know each other (laughs) you used to be my uh, second cousin in law. Oh. We used to be relatives. Uh, you were related to him. I'm so sorry. We were related, not blood, but um, yeah. That's how I met you. I'm actually about 2000, to yeah,
2: somebody uh, he was
1: married to. You yeah. want to talk about? His no, we're not, no, no, no. We're not going <laughs> to oh, talk about okay that. Just that, That's how we originally knew each other. And man, the first time I met you, I had been warned about you. <laughs> Like, Wait, why she doesn't like Americans? No, like, she okay, knows okay, how you know. to write in six years old. I was warned about that, really.
2: Really? How how did she know? I, I don't know.
1: I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> but but we, we met, and like every time I said something, you, were, you you basically argued with me, and I'm like, oh, you're right. She doesn't like Americans. <laughs> I <laughs> think. And then I didn't see you for another ten years. <laughs> that's just called being your friend. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's true.
2: I think I was at the time, maybe I was must have been at the uni or something. Or, or it's like two
1: thousand, two thousand one, somewhere around there.
2: Yeah, it was probably yeah. my first uni. And I, I think
1: you had just been in Iceland or something. Ah, that's why you, no. you come back or you were getting no, ready. No, no, I was
2: ready to go. I, I probably was leaving for Iceland because I okay. came back in two thousand four or five. Yeah, yeah I just remember
1: there was some Iceland connection already. So yeah, like her that. sweater. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, yes, uh, but uh, coming back to the writing, yes, no, I've been uh, writing um, into, the, into my drawer for some time and uh, I, I've been writing as a, as a shadow writer, you might say, under mm-hmm. a different name, Al Wolcat.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> again with the cats. Are you saying that you are Al Walcott? <laughs> yes, I am. Okay. I, I didn't want to ask that. So in, in the movie, <laughs> the movie I'll that you and Al I worked Walcott. on, we had a female producer, a female director, and a female assistant director. That's three for three of the top things. And it was a movie about men's cancer. <laughs> but uh, now it turns out you, you ruined it. You, you ruined it. It was it was only two women at the top. Yeah. Because two of them silence. were the same person.
0: Awkward silence again.
1: <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about balls. I mean, uh,
0: the movie. The movie. <laughs> Let's talk about the movie. It's actually one ball only, right? So <laughs> yeah, I have
1: one ball. It's fine.
0: So the movie. Uh, I really want you know give a big shout out uh, to you guys because I, I really love the movie. I really think it's a great, great movie. Uh, not because it was made here and by you guys, but also the whole uh, message given by the movie. It really moved me, and I can't wait to share it with you guys. So if you guys haven't checked it out yet, uh, whatever you are in the world. The Chuck Band Show, or well, I, I guess the Estonian one is not really important right now. So, um, how, how hard was it to work with this guy, especially when you have been related to him?
1: <laughs> I mean, I, he's, I a, opinion, he's a
0: pain <laughs> in the ass. So, you can feel free to <laughs> tell me. It's okay. You can tell us. This wall,
1: it's uh, invisible. So, tell no, us.
2: I mean, uh, no, I'm actually I had fun.
1: I thought it was fine. And I'm blocking her face from my eyes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I mean, actually, because I have been working with, uh, let's say, uh, professional actors in the past uh, a lot. So actually, I think he did a really good job.
1: Uh, it, was, it was my first acting experience. Yeah, so honest, it's yeah. it's
2: in, in the sense of uh, it's not easy to... Uh, it was also a, a complicated part because he had to wear a wig. And it's really tough to be, you know, you have to get your hair shaved every day and put the wig on and then it's it's super uncomfortable. Well, sometimes physically. twice a day and, yeah. and
1: then they would use a alcohol-based makeup right after being shaved yeah. with a razor. And so, I'm like, ah, painful. So
2: if you are like physically really uncomfortable, which actors are used to, but non-actors probably not really uncomfortable, but then you have to remember your lines. You have to also play the part and, you know, also kind of be there for the crew and everyone so i think it's a lot of things to handle for a beginner
1: <laughs> i'll tell you about the very beginning this is my absolute first acting experience like in front of a camera stuff like that uh the shower scene the shower and kitchen scene where i discover that you know movies are filmed out of sequence you know out of order and so my very first acting experience ever i'm wearing these uh, nude biker pants to make me look nude. he's so proud
0: of this thing in front of stuff. in front of
1: an entire room full of cast and crew and and this is the scene where I'm supposed to try to cry or something like that because I'm freaking out. <laughs> this is the first time I've ever acted and so you chose to make that the first scene that I was filming in the movie. <laughs> was it the hardest you think? No. So I- for like four hours I'm standing in just these nude underpants because they're skin color. You didn't even want me to wear that! Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we uh, had an <laughs> argument about that. You wanted me to be butt naked <laughs> for no, hours in the we, kitchen. We,
2: we tried to figure out, you know, because it can't be uh, visible in the film that you're yeah. wearing. So we were trying to, but in the end, we covered it with a with a chair. No, it's right a thing. table. That was yeah, the, the table. The table yeah, yeah, so it was. It, we found the right angle to shoot. But uh, yeah, but that's uh, that's also a technique actually. To you, if you, I don't know, if you have to throw someone who can't swim into the water and then them, you know and they watching brown
0: well, yeah but uh,
2: but i think it was easier for him to do all the other scenes after that uh, very uncomfortable or complex scene because then you you know we have seen it all so what else can
0: <laughs> <laughs> well i <laughs> mean, i love stuart very much but i would never want to see it all yeah to be honest with you i think it's I no, see but it, 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 it
2: just kind of you know you don't have anything kind of to hide from the crew and the people you, you i think i don't know if it worked uh in this case but but the, i think it's easier to do it that way that you do the really difficult stuff first and then you
0: know so what you're saying is really hard and you will never want to work with him again is that what you're saying no <laughs> <laughs> yeah Listen to that fake maybe, laugh. i <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Maybe in your language.
0: see? Escucharon lo que dijo yo, no problema. No entiendo, hombre. <laughs> but uh, I think we're about to wrap up, guys. Yeah, we, need to, we, been, have, a,
1: we have a few shout-outs we need to make. It's been right? a lot of
0: fun so far. Uh, I'm so sorry if I make you uncomfortable because Stuart is here, so i just going to do my job. So. Just before
1: we end, I, I just want to really quickly go through this list. We want to shout-out to Sheila Chappelle in Boston, Massachusetts. Boston, Beantown. Town. It was Kenderson in Costa Rica. Costa Rica, pura vida. We got George Umuna in Estonia. oh Very Kesada. Wait, 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 go back. George Umuna. That's a very Estonian name. <laughs> and finally Douglas Triana in Finland. So, hello, Who's I I don't know. I already put the paper down.
0: And who was the last one on here?
1: I already said it. Shit. Okay. Merkela. Watch the episode. <laughs> okay, let's let's let's. Yeah, let's check it out. Guys, um we want to say a huge thank you to Ayat Uh Thank you for coming. And let's, uh, it's been, it's been let's a lot of don't fun.
0: Don't forget about Sigalavaka. Let us know where Ayat is from. Uh, what country is it? Iceland. I can't remember right now which country we're from. And uh, to get a chance to win 100... 100- 100 euros, I think it was right. Yeah, 100
1: 100? euros is more than enough for two people to have a full. Right, there, right, yeah. right. But I thank you so, so very much,
0: Sur, 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 Tanadele, for coming here today and taking uh, all their abuse. <laughs> uh, before we go, we'd like to uh, maybe you can shout, uh, let, let us know if you have a project something that you want to, you know, that is coming again. Uh, you know, you can sell yourself and do it for free. I'll give it to What's you. What's the know.
1: movie coming out in March? In other words, uh,
2: it's Catherine uh, new food movie that we shot in Jordan called Deserted. It's a thriller th- drama that takes place in the desert.
0: And it will be out awesome. in Estonia on March 2022, is that correct? Yes. Uh, are we planning to release it
1: anywhere else? or
2: uh, Yes, In, in uh, at the same time we're releasing it in Sweden and in Finland.
1: And so it's, in, it's in English. If there's any humor in it, it'll be it's very dry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Put them laughs> and
1: it's in English. It's, it's
2: it. in English, Arabic, and, and Swedish.
1: Okay. But okay. with subtitles. Awesome. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. And look forward to the invite to the premiere party. <laughs> <laughs> and by yourself much. Thank you so much, out again. Thank you for your time. Thanks for having
2: me. Yeah. Thanks. Thank you. See you
0: later. Guys, see you later.